blessed continuation of the feast of the presentation of the Lord in the temple. Blessed be to you all. In the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, one God, amen. We hear, uh, and when we celebrate a feast, we are transforming remembrance into reality. Isn't that a powerful thing? Remembering a feast, we're bringing that, that present into us. Remembrance to reality. That's the mystery of the liturgical life of the church, is that we're touching a reality. We continue to celebrate the feast and remember the feast. We're touching this reality of the mother of God and Joseph bringing Christ, the Christ child, to Simeon. And she's bringing the Christ child to us today. We continue that mystery. Very powerful. So we hear in the epistle reading, today is a day of salvation. We come, we, we enter a new today when we come to liturgy. We enter this, this eternal place where all the saints gather with us. You know, it was interesting, we pray uh, before we enter the church, before we enter in with the gospel, uh, the little entrance, that we would ask the holy angels to enter with us. And then we follow by saying that we would serve, that we would serve, that they would serve with us. I was just a taken back. So we're going to walk into the altar with who? The angels. And what are they going to do? Serve with us. Wow. You know, we have so much here. There's so much. And we're just, we're just kind of numb. We're just getting here. Thank God you're here. That's wonderful. But there's so much mystery here, so much we can step through to understand something so big and powerful. I just want to encourage you to kind of keep listening. Let, let words come to you. Allow the words to open the mysteries to you. It's just very beautiful. Little by little. You can see that, you know, how many times have I done that, and this, all of a sudden, this, this door opened, right? Wow. The angels are with us. Very powerful. So just kind of keep, keep your mind on that. So I want to talk a little bit about the talents today. Um, each is given a talent. We're all given talents according to our need and to our ability. Those talents aren't always visible. Uh, many times we have talents that are very quiet, very subdued. Uh, very, all the talents are powerful and important to us. So there's two things I want to talk about in relationship to talents. One, the talents in relationship to your life, but also talents in relationship to the life of the church. So first, God gives us talents and a life to use those talents unto our salvation. I want to repeat that. God gives you talents, gifts, right? So that, the, and the life he gives to you, those talents will help you negotiate that life to your salvation. So he gives you two things. What are they? Talents and a life. A pathway to salvation. And he gives you all that you need to negotiate this to your good and to your benefit and to life everlasting. 
So you woke up today, and God lays the path out right before you today so that you would step into that path and be saved. He's given you everything you need to do to negotiate that well. Everything. So, God understands in giving us these talents, he also understands our weaknesses. And he gives us that grace to kind of minister, go through our life with his blessings, with his strength, so that we can uh, use those talents he's given to us well. So, sometimes we are given a life that is uh, difficult. Sometimes we're given a life in which we make mistakes. Sometimes we're given a life in which others' mistakes affect us. No matter what, he's given you the grace and the talents to negotiate that well to your good and to your salvation. That's our God. He's given you a life and a faith against which nothing can be done. You should be really excited about this. It's like you're, you, you're one. You've won. You've walked into the game and you're victors. You're victors up front. You just have to follow the victor, right? Follow the Lord. Follow him to victory. After victory, after victory, after victory. So the goal of life is to respond all that comes to us virtuously. God has given us the talents to do so. You know, there's a beautiful prayer in one of the, the petitions at the end of every litany, says, help us, save us, have mercy on us, and keep us, O God, by thy grace. I come to that many times, I go, that's enough. <laughs> what? Help us, save us, keep us, O God, by your grace. That's, isn't that enough? Is that enough for us? That, really, what we're saying is two things. One, is that's who God is to us. Help us, save us, have mercy on us, and keep us so God. That's who God is. He's our helper. He's our salvation. He gives us mercy. He keeps us. That's who God is. But when we pray, we get that in abundance. You get it. You get an extra blessing from that. God is always helping you. God is always saving you. God is always having mercy on you, and he's always keeping you by his grace. But when you pray those prayers, that is magnified. That grace, that mercy, that keeping is given to you in abundance. Pray it. Draw near to God. This is what comes to us when we draw near to God. But Father, I fail so many times. I make these efforts. I know God has given me the grace to negotiate my life well, but I fail. So what should you do? Very easy. He's given you a beautiful trap door. It's called repentance. Lord, forgive me. Forgive me. Humble yourself before God and ask his forgiveness. And then do what? Get up. And 
make a better effort. God's grace will be there to help you make a better effort. But you fail again. What should you do? Get up again. I remember Metropolitan Joseph said one time, you know what salvation is, Father Nicholas? It's getting up one more time, then you fall down. Isn't that a powerful thing? God knows we're going to fall. We're going to fail. But he's given us this beautiful repentance. So we, we repent, we humble ourselves before God, and we get up, and with his grace, we make a better effort. With his grace, we make a better effort. We should be, and you know, it's beautiful because it says when one sinner repents, the angels rejoice. You want to hear the angels sing? Repent. Don't go sin first. Don't use that as an excuse. <laughs> I'm going to go sin and repent so I can hear the angels sing. No, when you fall or fail, repent. The angels are singing. In beautiful, one of the beautiful prayers about repentance in the, the pre-communion prayers is that those who repent are called the friends of God. So repentance, very, very important for us. So God has given us all we need to negotiate our salvation, all the talents we need. The other thing I want to encourage us today and is the talents that the church needs from you. Your talents are given so that the church can be the church. You have been given talents that God wants you in some form to use in the church. And those talents then, they, they find a way to kind of be, um, to say this, kind of glorified, used in their, their best way. I was thinking about this. Uh, you know, there's a grain of wheat sitting out in the field somewhere today. Some, that piece of wheat's going to be brought into a, bakery and it's going to be made into bread and that bread's going to be brought to the altar and that bread is going to become the body of Christ that grain of wheat that gift that God has given to that grain of wheat to what become the bread of life there's a grape in some vineyard somewhere it's sitting there it's going to be made into wine it's going to be brought to the chalice. It's going to be blessed to become the blood of our Lord. Body and blood through a grain of wheat and through a grape. I'm using this. One more thing. I thought this was the other. It was really neat. There's a bee. There's, bee, there's a beehive out there that's making beeswax, right? And it's going to become a candle. It's going to get stuck in that. And it's going to stand before the Lord, a light to lighten the Gentiles. So you see that there's this sense of blessing that comes when things are brought to the church, when our talents are brought into the church to be used. They're not just talents anymore. They're kind of glorified. They're put in, their, they're put in the best place they could be put in. Right? They're not just out there, and it's good. We should use our talents everywhere we go but they're magnified in glory before God when they're used in the church. Do you have hospitality? Do you sing? Do you chant? Do you uh, make money? 
Remember, Father Richard told Deacon Howard Shannon, you know, Deacon Howard, you have a gift. What is it? Making money. Make money for the church. And I would say a, there's a large percentage of the reason why we're here, because he obeyed that. So we, we have this. We, everybody has these talents. And we're, we're going through this beautiful time of kind of learning what our future is through this beautiful uh, work we're doing to uh, kind of develop our strategic plan. It's a beautiful thing. But you're going to have to do it, right? You're going to have to take your talents. All of us are going to have to step in and become what God wants us to be in the church. How do we use this? How do we take these things that God's given to us and use them? So I just want to encourage you to look. What am I gifted at? What do I do well? How do, how do I move that into the church? How do I take that talent and allow the church to benefit from that? Like the bee who makes the, the wax that becomes the candle that glorifies God. Like the grape that becomes the wine. Like the, the grain of wheat that becomes the, the body of Christ. So we have to understand there's so much that God has given to us as people. And I, 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 I'm blessed as a pastor to be the pastor of this community. I've no, I'm, just, I'm always grateful for that. But I'm just encouraging you to look at what you have been given. And how can I use that to glorify God in the church? How can I do this? Because those questions are going to come up because there's going to be a lot on the docket as we move forward in the next years. So I just want to encourage you to look at that and take that talent God's given to you and allow it to be a glory to him, to shine brightly in his kingdom. So these two things, I want to, be, to encourage us. God has given us talents, one, to negotiate this life well, and two, to glorify him in his church. In the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, amen.